I study myself more than any other subject. That is my metaphysics. That is my physics. Michel de Montaigne. Hello friends, there are sudden events in our lives that come out of nowhere. They knock us off our feet and by the time we manage to get back up, we realize that the course of our lives has been altered. One such event in the life of Michel de Montaigne happened during one of his regular horse rides that he used to take with his retinue. It happened in 1569 when Montaigne was 36, Europe was engulfed in religious wars, religious strife was at its highest peak. Montaigne decided to take his regular horse ride with his servants and his retinue and he was just few miles away from his chateau when he felt a huge hit slam into his back. He literally flew off his horse hit the ground and lost consciousness. When he regained consciousness, he thought at first that he was attacked by bandits. Back in 16th century France, if you wanted to travel safely across the country, you had to hire a group of guards to protect you against robbers. But Montaigne was completely wrong, because it wasn't bandits and he hadn't been shot by an arquebu, a 16th century firearm as he initially thought. Not a single bandit was involved. In reality, it was one of his mates who wanted to show off in front of his friends. He spurred his horse way too much, lost control of his horse and accidentally ran into Montaigne at full speed. I guess certain things about human nature doesn't change throughout the centuries. Um, <laughs> Montaigne almost died after this accident. For days he was bedridden and didn't give any hope for recovery. That's what people who observed him from outside saw and witnessed. From inside, however, Montaigne felt calm and peaceful. He wrote that he could feel death being close, but felt surprisingly calm and relaxed. This accident triggered a lot of thoughts in the mind of Montaigne. Several days later, he recovered and it took him a couple of months to get back to his full health, but thoughts about how to live and most importantly how to die never left him until the end of his life. In fact, those two subjects, the death and life, how to live and how to die, are incredibly interconnected. In his essay on death, Montaigne quotes the Roman philosopher Cicero, who said, to philosophize is to learn how to die. Montaigne explored this subject in his essays throughout his life and interestingly enough, it was him who invented the essay as a genre. Essay comes from the French word essayer, which means to try or to attempt. And I would like to apologize to my native French speakers here if I butchered that word. 
Some of you might have already heard in my videos and newsletter editions that I constantly say that the biggest questions in life don't have simple and definitive answers. Instead, I believe we discover the answers to those questions as we go through life, and Montaigne thought the same. He locked himself in one of the towers of his chateau where he built a small and convenient library away from the noise of everyday life and wrote essays that were aimed for his eyes only. Like Marcus Aurelius several centuries before him and whom Montaigne admired, Marcus Aurelius wrote his journals that we know today as meditations for his eyes only, those meditations that are the foundational work of the modern Stoicism were not aimed for the public view. It was just a private journal of Marcus Aurelius. So Montaigne wanted to do something similar. When he wrote those essays, nobody had to read them. He didn't think about publishing those essays at that time. Those essays were his attempts to give an answer to questions such as what is good parenting? How to live a meaningful life? What is conscience? And many others. Interestingly enough, Montaigne inscribed quotes all over the walls of his library. Quotes by Latin poets and philosophers. Montaigne was lucky enough not to experience our modern-day rules of plagiarism because his essays are so full of quotes by other authors that he definitely wouldn't have uh, passed the basic uh, plagiarism check of modern-day universities. Montaigne's explorations, however, were so deep and broad that he influenced enormous amount of thinkers after him. Thinkers such as Voltaire, Rousseau, Nietzsche, Camus, Hannah Arendt and many other, the list goes on. I think there is not a single thinker that I know, not a single philosopher in the history of philosophy who came after Montaigne who hadn't read his essays and who wasn't influenced by those essays afterwards. What makes Montaigne so appealing even in our time is his healthy ancient skepticism. Skepticism that is based on the concept of epoche, and this is a Greek word, and I apologize to my native Greek speakers, because epoche essentially means I suspend judgment. This philosophy doesn't deny the existence of truth, but tells you to suspend judgment until you weigh all the evidence from each side before deciding what is true and what is not. Before making conclusions, you should weigh all the evidence, everything that is involved in the particular situation, and only then, after you have thought everything through, you can make your decision. But until then, you need to say, epoche, I suspend judgment at this point. It shouldn't be confused with the unhealthy skepticism that you do not trust anything anyone says, that you deny the existence of truth. This is not skepticism of Michel de Montaigne and of ancients. Skepticism is much deeper. You suspend judgment temporarily in your pursuit for truth. 
this podcast, Genius and Inc., is based upon this philosophy, and I had to mention this. Each episode is my attempt to explore a thought or an idea. Like Montaigne in his essays, this is just a mere attempt to find an answer to the most important questions in life. It is interesting that Russian translators translated essays not as essays as the English counterparts do, but as experiences with the word opite, which means experiences. This is not a mistake on behalf of translators, of Russian translators, but another interpretation of what Montaigne aimed to do. Essays mean attempts, opite means experiences, and Montaigne wrote everything connected to his own life experiences. He never wrote about abstract political matters. The only things that he cared about were things that concerned his own life. I think we should all do what Montaigne invented. We should all write essays. Not the boring essays about boring subjects that we were told to write about at school or university, but essays about topics that concern us deeply. It could be something like, what is a healthy relationship? Or how to be a good friend? When was the last time when you paused and asked yourself, what is it to be a good partner? What is it to be a good friend? What it means to live a good life? When was the last time you opened and took a piece of paper or opened your notebook and decided to analyze those important questions in life? I decided to do this about 15 years ago. That was when I bought my first journal and I opened it and I decided to write my thoughts upon friendship. And I have to say, it has changed my life enormously. When I first sat down to write about friendship and what it means to me, I wrote a very inarticulate, shapeless, meaningless essay that didn't explain to me anything about friendship. But every year, I write an essay about friendship, and each of them is better than the one I had written before. In fact, this question about friendship was of enormous importance for ancients as well, and I have an article written about Seneca and his three levels of three types of friendships that you encounter in life. If you are interested, you can read that article for free on Medium, and I'll leave a link in the description of this episode. But this is the question that people tried to give an answer to for centuries, and it is important for us not to forget about them. So I would like to persuade you here in this episode that you have to write an essay. You can choose the topic yourself and write about it, then read what you've written. What is it like? What do you think about your own thoughts? How articulate they are? One small recommendation and tip. Try to write an essay about friendship or about career and then read it in a couple of days. To finish, I want to say that Genius in Ink, like Montaigne's essays, is also going to be full of quotes by other authors and full of questions. Actually, 
this podcast it's all about quotes and passages by other geniuses and my reflections on them. This podcast is based on my journals that I've kept for the past decade and a half. And all the quotes and ideas you will hear here were borrowed from my old journals, or better to say, from my previous self. Thank you once again for listening to this audio essay, and I call those episodes as audio essays. They are my attempts to give an answers to some important questions, and if you would like to find a good English translation of Montaigne's essays, please check the link in the description of this episode, because there are some awful translations, but I found, I think, the perfect one and I wanted to share with, uh, with you, so you can find it in the description of this episode. If you would like more updates and more bookish recommendations from me, consider subscribing to my newsletter. I also have a YouTube channel where I make cinematic video essays about books, and you can get more frequent updates from me if you follow me on Instagram. Of course, all the links will be included in the description of this episode. Thanks once again, and I'll see you in the next one.